You're listening to Body Dreams and Nightmares, the podcast where we're harnessing the hidden superpowers of people with chronic pain and invisible illness. Hello, fellow dream tenders. Welcome to the Body Dreams and Nightmares podcast. This is our very first launching right out of the gate initial episode number one. I'm your host, Janelle Inerarity, and I'll be bringing you stories, dreams, and special guests to inspire you, relate to you, and give you practical tools to apply to your journey with chronic pain and invisible illness. I'll be coming to you twice per month with both solo episodes like this one and in-depth interviews with experts in a wide variety of fields. For those joining me online, there will also be lots of juicy extra discussion, resources, and podcast outtakes in between episodes at patreon.com backslash Janelle in a rarity. It's important that you know what you're getting into. So today I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I'll introduce you to my own healing journey, to how my nighttime dreams and body dreams have guided me along the way, and to how my story might be of help to you along your path. So we'll just dive right in here. I'm going to tell you one of my earliest childhood dreams. This may seem like a strange place to start, but our earliest dreams, or if you don't recall a dream, then your earliest memories, are key guides in finding new ways of working with our chronic body pains and illnesses. These early dreams and experiences highlight the patterns that are likely to repeat and reemerge throughout our entire lives. And they have implications from life purpose, to relationships, to body symptoms. I'll be talking about this in depth over time. I personally have two very significant early childhood dreams that I work with repeatedly. And today I'm going to share the second one from when I was about six to eight years old. My second childhood dream is this. It's nighttime and my grandma has come to visit. We walk across the yard to what is normally a flowering althea tree. But tonight, it's a peach tree. We pick peaches, and as we're walking back across the yard, my grandma somehow gets to the back porch twice as fast as I do. The back porch becomes home base, and she stands there with a vacant stare in her eyes. I then hear two rattles. in opposite corners of the yard, and I realize they're rattlesnakes, tag-teaming an attack. They come out of the dark and rear up into hooded cobras, and they steal my peach, and I wake up. Now, we could spend every episode of the rest of the podcast unfolding the many layers of this dream, and I've been working with it for years because these early dreams are like holograms for our lives. There's always something new to learn. But today, I want to focus in on one thing, and that's the serpents. So to talk about that requires some backstory. I'm going to share with you the ways in which my body has been dreaming in the form of physical symptoms about these serpents for over 30 years. I've had both persistent allergies and chronic pain for most of my life. I remember having terrifying allergy tests at the doctor when I was only four or five years old, and my earliest memory of severe back pain is from when I was 10. The allergies and the pain in my back and other joints only got worse over time. 
but for a long time no doctor was able to give me a clear reason or solution. When I was 20 years old, I was bitten by a tick in a part of the world where there were supposedly no tick-borne illnesses. I started to become even more sick. All of my joints started swelling up like sausages. I developed rashes over large parts of my body. My allergies got progressively worse, and I started to catch every bug going around town at the drop of a hat. Still, all my blood tests came back healthy except for low vitamin D and iron, and doctors seemed to quietly imply that maybe I was a bit of a hypochondriac. I imagine that most of you fellow dream tenders have had experiences that resonate with that process of looking for help only to hear someone imply that it might all be in your head. So I want to affirm right now that your experience is meaningful. Your body and mind are not separate, and whatever you're experiencing is extraordinarily valuable and meaningful and very real. Something wants your attention physically, psychologically, socially, or spiritually, and it matters. I know something really wanted my attention. The first major turning point for me was when I was 27 years old. My symptoms were increasing and including shortness of breath, memory loss, and even partial facial paralysis. I was eating all organic whole foods, doing loads of yoga and dance, leading a healthy social life, carrying a strong meditation practice, spending loads of time outdoors, and I was still sick all the time. One day, I found myself sitting down in my walk-in pantry eating nutritional yeast straight out of the jar, guarding it like a dog with a fresh bone. And a light bulb went on in my head. This is not normal. I made a vow to myself then and there that I would do whatever it took to get the help I needed. Now call it a synchronicity, luck, the power of intention, or just right timing, because when you're ready, you're just ready. But the very first doctor I went to was a chronic illness specialist who was able to not only accurately diagnose my issue after 60 or so vials of blood and a battery of other tests, but also to support me in holistic treatment for the blood parasite that they found, a Lyme's disease co-infection, tick-borne, called Babesia duncani. There's only one lab in the United States that tests for this parasite, and I had happened to find a doctor who knew about it. The next person I met at a seemingly unrelated dance workshop was an acupuncturist and herbalist who specialized in Lyme disease and its co-infections. He was able to direct me to some potent herbal remedies specific to my parasite. And then, within a few weeks, another acupuncturist reached out to me completely out of the blue and asked me if I would do a trade of acupuncture for foot reflexology, which I was practicing at the time. She turned out to specialize in Lyme's disease and its co-infections, and in Chinese abdominal massage, which was crucial to my healing process. I'm now completing my own training in Chinese abdominal massage, or Song to add to my existing five-year Mayan abdominal massage practice. So this was an extraordinary sequence of synchronicities. Once I was ready to take the next step in my healing journey, help came from every direction. 
does that mean that if I had only set a stronger intention beforehand that I could have gotten more help faster? No. I want to say emphatically no. For all of you who are searching, the universe is not just simply a magical grab bag waiting for you to make a vision board and write down your intention statement and you'll be well. However, clear intention when aligned with right timing in the natural unfolding of your life myth as well as in the world's process can be very powerful. To give you an example, I contracted this tick-borne parasite in Scotland. I was diagnosed in Massachusetts, a Lyme's disease epicenter, seven years later. So this is no small thing that I was in the right place at the right time, as well as in the right place in my life to find a doctor who knew what to look for. I also want to make clear that getting a diagnosis and treatment did not equate to becoming 100% energetic, healthy, and free to live as if nothing had ever happened. It did lead to a huge improvement in my overall quality of life, but not without more trial by fire first. On the physical level, the healing journey of treating the parasite was initially more painful than my original symptoms ever were. I had to spend days at a time in bed as my body cleared out massive loads of bacteria and inflammation. I was taking upwards of 60 pills and supplements every day, and when I was taking the strongest doses of antimalarial herbs to treat the Babesia duncani bacteria, I had a vivid nightmare of being pinned to a wall and stabbed by Genghis Khan. The parasites were mad at being kicked out of their host. This was hard on my body, and of course that dream was a terrifying nightmare. But if I zoom out to a big picture view, it's actually really cool. Do you see the similarity between the Genghis Khan dream and my childhood dream about the serpents? A sense of being trapped, overwhelmed, and attacked by someone who was very sudden, very sharp, and extremely powerful. So even though I didn't know it at the time, because I didn't yet know how to work with dreams in this way, it was starting to show up in new ways that there's something in my life myth that has these qualities of sharpness and power. So I treated the parasite for several years, and I made a lot of progress, but certain symptoms never seemed to quite go away. I was still living a super healthy lifestyle, I had been a yoga instructor for over a decade, I was a massage therapist, I had a serious meditation practice, I was in school to become a process-oriented counselor and facilitator, and yet I had ever-increasing pain and frequent illness. While I knew that many tick-borne illnesses can be a lifelong process, coming and going at different times, something told me that that wasn't all that was going on. My symptoms were becoming more strange, they were changing. I would get a massage for intense physical pain and I would feel great for a couple of days and then things would go right back to how they were before, before or worse. I started to have swelling in my gums and my throat. My hair started to fall out. And luckily I have a lot of hair so no one noticed but me. My period stopped coming and yet blood tests kept coming back saying that everything was fine except I needed vitamin D. I kept trusting myself and my sense of my body. I noticed over time that I could track patterns, such as having dreams about snakes and serpents right before I would have a major flare-up of inflammation or illness. 
my body was dreaming in the day and my symptoms were showing up as characters in my dreams at night. I was still focused on treating all of my symptoms as an extension of the blood parasite, but my body was doing new things that didn't fit with that parasite's profile. Experienced body workers started to direct me towards something that had flirted with me during my pathology class in massage school, but which I had promptly dismissed as too rare and dramatic and just a symptom of studying strange things. Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, or EDS. In the meantime, I found another chronic illness specialist who uncovered an additional underlying parasite in my intestinal system, and eventually, I also made an appointment to see an Ehlers-Danlos specialist. That specialist quickly saw that I met criteria for EDS, as well as two commonly comorbid or coexisting syndromes, an immune system disorder and a circulatory system or nervous system disorder. Suddenly, about 80% of my lifelong doctor's visits made perfect sense in the context of this related cluster of body issues. And having two underlying parasites meant that my body was on high alert and activating the worst of all of these symptoms nonstop. Let's pause for a moment and breathe. This can be a lot to take in. When you have chronic pain or a chronic illness and suddenly you get the diagnosis that fits, it can actually be overwhelming. You suddenly have so much information to integrate and so many lifestyle changes, supplements, or exercises to incorporate. You might experience a complex mix of relief, or grief, or joy, or devastation, or overwhelm, or even peace. I'd love to hear from some of you dream tenders on the discussion page about how you dealt with a diagnosis if you have one, or how you're dealing with not having one if you don't. For myself, getting the parasite diagnosis was pure relief. Now I knew what to do, and I had help. Getting the Ehlers-Danlos diagnosis and the immune system and circulatory system diagnoses were more complex and mixed with grief partly because these are genetic. Help was there, but there was no cure. It's fascinating now to tie back all of this to my dream. Remember the serpent dream? Two serpents stole my peach. From an archetypal perspective, serpents are the symbols of healing and life force energy, but they're also symbols of death. You can see serpents in traditional renditions of the caduceus, symbol of healing, as well as in spiritual drawings or kundalini of kundalini or the tree of life. Two serpents are also a symbol of DNA, the double helix, that in my case carries some unusual messages about how to structure connective tissue and operate an immune system. One of the things that happens in my body is that nutrients don't always get absorbed fully potentially because of connective tissue permeability and in my gut, and potentially because the parasites are intervening. Remember when I was sitting in the pantry eating nutritional yeast straight out of the jar? Nutritional yeast is a potent source of vitamin B12, of which I was severely deficient at the time. And one more dream-like occurrence is woven in here. The tick parasite, Babesia, 
is actually a spiral-shaped bacteria called a spirochete. They're like microscopic serpents, fast swimmers that pierce and penetrate red blood cells. So there again, you have both the stealing of the peach, i.e. nutrients, and the fast, piercing, and penetrating energies appearing on multiple levels. There are lots more parts to my dream, and lots more ways that it relates to my life than just illness, but it begs an interesting question. Did my young psyche, when I had this dream at six to eight years old, already know that something was changing, that my DNA had some unusual wiring that made me susceptible to these complex body experiences? From a dreaming perspective, probably not only yes, but also yay. Why yay? Because these are also part of my personality and my life myth. If you're struggling with chronic pain or chronic illness, you might not be able to relate to how I could possibly say yay to any of this. And for sure, my experience of both the nighttime dream and the body symptoms were and are more accurately described as nightmares. Painful, scary, and startling wake-up calls. But I say yay because I have the opportunity to start to embody all of the parts of the dream and not just identify with the young girl left alone to have her precious nourishment stolen. All of the parts of the dream are part of me. And the more I can become sharp and quick like the serpents, become sweet and juicy like the peach, become detached like the grandma, or become dark and quiet like the night, the more wide open with possibility my experience of life becomes. So for now, if we stick with just the serpent part of the dream, we can look at how I can be and actually am like those serpents. I can be very quick, very striking, very focused and to the point, and I can go for what I want in a surprising and sudden way that is sometimes shocking to other people. I'm powerful and instinctive. When these qualities are used well, they make me a leader who is able to make quick, capable, and flexible decisions. When these tendencies are used unconsciously, I can hurt people suddenly without realizing it until it's too late. And whether these things are conscious or not, these energies show up in my body as sudden sharp pains, as hyperflexible joints, and as venomous inflammation. Serpents are ancient archetypal symbols of both death and profound healing. And so it becomes my responsibility to get to know and to harness the healing power of these beings who show up in my body and my dreams time and time again. I'm starting this podcast because I believe that your dreams also have big messages for you and that your body has big dreams for you. They will be different dreams than mine. You are on your own unique path and only the dreaming knows all the little secrets, twists, and turns that that path might take. But I'm here to help you find your own compass and your own map through the messages of your body symptoms, your dreams, and the experiences that show up in your life, both synchronistically and unexpectedly. I'm still navigating my own health journey, and I no longer consider health to be limited to a free and easy experience in my body all the time. I now consider health to be a sense of wholeness and alignment with all the different parts of my being. I hope you will join me. You can go to the Patreon page at www.patreon.com 
backslash Janelle Innerarity and join the discussion happening there. I'd love to hear your questions, inspirations, and challenges so that we can cultivate a community of people with hidden superpowers being spoken about through the dreams of our bodies. I'll see you here on the podcast twice a month. You've been listening to the Body Dreams and Nightmares podcast with your host, Janelle Inrarity. Follow us and join the discussion at patreon.com backslash Janelle Inrarity. We'll see you soon. Until then, keep dreaming. Thank you.